and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I'm a little bit in awe, Jeff. I can't believe this milestone that we're celebrating. Well, you, you could hear the the smile that was across my face as I did the typical introduction tonight. We thank all of you for listening and being a part of our extended family as we hit show 100. It's amazing we're here. 100 seemed so far away when we started this. And <laughs> I honestly love that it falls with Thanksgiving because, as you said, I, I'm thankful for the opportunity that you give me. And I'm thankful for everybody all around the world that listens to us, as well as my incredible team of agents and the great clients that I have. This was something that I was trying to get off the ground for a little while, and I really knew that you were the only one that could could make this happen as far as your knowledge, and so I, I had pestered you for, on and off, for probably about a year, year and a half before we had started doing it. And then finally, you know, you said, you know what, I'm, I'm happy to be the featured guest. Let's do it. We'll see. We'll see what we what happens, see what we can do. And in January of 2020, we we did our first episode, aired our first episode and it went off like a bang. And then everybody knows what happened shortly after that. We certainly did not expect to be doing a a podcast that was predominantly centered on travel in the middle of a global pandemic and somebody that works with travel your entire career, you certainly didn't expect to be navigating the pandemic. So let's talk a little bit about how we had to change our focus, how you think, you know, the things that we were talking about were shaped by people's expectations of what it would be like coming through the pandemic versus what it was like before the pandemic. Where was your mind at when we started the show and then how did it transform as this thing really started to unfold within our world. You bet. It was a little bit of a wild ride. As you said, I was very reluctant to podcast. Most of the podcasts that I listened to, and I will admit, I was not a big listener of podcasting, but they didn't work for me. I'm a very black and white, here it is kind of person. And I remember you kept talking to me about it and I kept telling you no. And I don't know if you remember, I called you actually driving home from my daughter's one day because I listen to podcasts in the car. I've got an hour and 15 minutes every time I go out to see her each way. And I listened to a business podcast and it was about 18 minutes long. And I called you and I said, I think I've got it. This is how I'll do it. I'm gonna show my age, but I wanna be <laughs> the Disney encyclopedia of podcasts. We're gonna do these really short episodes. They're gonna work for both of us and they're gonna work for our listeners because if they don't wanna hear me babble every week, they skip over the things that aren't of interest to them, but they're gonna know what we're talking about. And so you and I talked about how that would work and we wanna be spontaneous. We're not scripted at all. You know, we have a topic, but it is far from a script that you and I work from. And you and I touch base often as Disney news pops up in between taping. And I'll never forget the text that I got from you. <laughs> I was on my way to Walt Disney World for the wedding showcase. Newark Airport, surprise, surprise, was backed up. I believe my plane was number 20-something sitting on the tarmac. And don't listen, United Airlines. I don't turn off my cell phone till we're number one for taxi. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the tarmac, and you texted me, Jeff, and you said, did you hear the news? 
California's shutting down due to this COVID thing. <laughs> and do you remember how I answered you? No, I don't, but I'm sure it was horrible. <laughs> I said, it's California. That's what they do out there. They're overprotective and it's weird. Cause you said in between you text me and said, is Disney World next? And I said, no, that's not gonna happen. It's just a California thing. Don't worry about it. I shut my phone. <laughs> I pay for Wi-Fi on any flight where I can. And in that brief, but what seemed like days long flight of two hours and 20 minutes, all of the news was unfolding. And in that time, literally the US started to shut down. And I pulled into, I was staying at Bay Lake for this conference and I'm at the next to the security guard to check in. And my cell phone is going crazy with texts and it's friends of mine that work in world announcing that they're shutting down on Monday. And I remember I called you and we talked about what would we do with this next episode? And I foolishly said to you, ah, oh, this is just going to be a week or two. Don't worry about it. Little did we know, right? Episode 10, we did Disney's response to COVID-19 from Walt Disney World. I went to the wedding showcase. I switched resorts. I was over at the boardwalk and we talked about what it was like. And you and I were good for the next episode or two or three. We had topics. We really thought we'd be good. Never in my wildest dreams did I think we'd still be here 90 episodes later, so 90 weeks, and talking about things that still haven't fully come back because of this pandemic. It was definitely wild. But I will say, and, and I'm assuming that this is your experience as well, part of what made the pandemic difficult obviously for me, definitely for you, was at moments travel became difficult. We know that, as you just said, sometime at some point Disney World, Disneyland closed. So travel to these places was flat out impossible. But I do think that having a conversation with you every week about something that I'm as passionate about and that you're as passionate about and as knowledgeable about as this particular brand, it kind of helped me with my inability to get there. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that are listening to today's show, nodding their heads in agreement here, that you were among the first people to return to property when you could get there. You were among the first people to return to California when they opened it to non-California residents. You have done all of these things and you have guided us through these things as we've tried to learn about how we can return to a place that we know and that we love and that we care about. And I had the awesome experience of being able to just kind of listen and pepper you with questions as to what does this look like? What does that look like? And now you and I have a personal relationship so I can ask you things throughout the week if I want to, but I really think that it was an incredible responsibility and a really great pleasure of mine to be able to talk to you as this thing began to change and the things that we love so much opened up. So I'd like to ask you a little bit about if you can recall the amount of times that you traveled, not necessarily just during the pandemic, even though you know we've start to see that change, but during the entirety of this 100 episode run, talk to us about the places that you've gone and how those experiences have been for you. 
You bet. And if it's okay, I'm going to talk to you first about a time that I wanted to travel and didn't. Yeah, that's fine. One of, there's kind of only two really good things that I think came out of the pandemic for travel. The first is there was incredibly cheap airfare for a while. Right. And the second is I love all this no change fee. And for somebody who's typically in Disney every three to five weeks, I know some of you are saying, all right, so she skipped a month or two. What's the big deal? <laughs> it was hard being home when you're so used to traveling. Yeah. And so I wanted to go down. They opened Disney Springs as the very first thing on property. Not all the stores, not all the restaurants, but they opened the shopping. And again, you've all heard me talk about United owns me. I fly out of Newark. And I got this awesome $39 round trip airfare. I was so excited that I was going to go to the opening of Disney Springs. But United changed my flight so many times because there was so little flying that they actually had me going Newark to Dulles, which is Washington, D.C., for those of you not familiar with it overnight in a hotel in Washington, D.C., and then going to Orlando the next day. So my normal two-hour and 20-minute <laughs> flight was slated for 17 hours. And that's kind of where I drew the line. I had traveled pre-pandemic from when we started to that shutdown three times. But in the last 90 episodes, I looked back on it and I know that I am very lucky. But when I reflect on the fact that we were in a pandemic and in those 90 episodes, I had 18 trips to Walt Disney World. I had three trips to Disneyland. You've all heard me talk about my phenomenal, very recent adventure by Disney down the Danube River and trip to Budapest. I was on the very first guest return to sailing of Disney Cruise Line on the Dream out of Port Canaveral and in Vero Beach. So life isn't so bad from a travel standpoint. It's definitely different. As you said, not only was I among the first guests, I literally was the first guest to appear on property when they reopened the first hotels. If you go back, I know we talked about it in a previous episode, my experience at Riviera was amazing, a little scary, a little humbling. As I said, I was the first person out of every resort on property to arrive for the hotel opening at Riviera. The cast was so excited to have people back. I was greeted like I have never been greeted, literally with gifts. Thank you for being our first guest back here's a gift basket for you. And a resort like Riviera should have literally thousands of guests and maybe a cast member remembers you, maybe they don't. I was told that 12 people checked in with me on day one and that was it. And so when I went to my very first breakfast, they're like, aren't you the lady that was first on property? <laughs> what a neat thing and what a scary thing at the same time to see someplace that you all know I am passionate about and love, be so empty and lacking that life and all of that change. And now the wipe sign and the stand six feet apart and we can't do certain things or go certain places. So there's also that element as I look back on this time of how far we've come. We're probably 
90% back with everything open. And it's been an absolute pleasure for me to share with you all of those things as they come. As we see, what are these tastes of instead of festivals? What is the boobash instead of the not so scary Halloween party? It's hard not to compare. Off air, Jeff and I have sometimes talked about, is this the new party? Is the boobash here to stay? Or is 2022 or 2023 gonna bring us that Halloween party? And we're all just guessing, but amazing things that you have all encouraged me and given me the privilege of bringing to you. For any of our cast members that are listening, maybe we featured you in our Cast Chronicles feature, maybe you're just a listener that likes to hear about the things that you help do every day. The missed opportunity we have is we don't have a button for Sandy that says I'm celebrating being the first guest on property <laughs> after COVID or during COVID because that would be one heck of an item you could you could hang on your uh, you're in a shadow box so to speak in your office there. I guess one thing I wanted to ask you, you know, we've talked a little bit about the pandemic and and finding the magic within the pandemic. We really tried to do that for many listeners. So it's really a two-pronged question. Is there anything that maybe you learned or anything that you would have wanted to change in what we've done over the last 100 episodes? You know, I guess the change thing, obviously, we would like to have not had to live through the pandemic. So anything aside from that that maybe you've learned or that you'd like to go back and change? I think for me, the podcast has given me an opportunity to refine some magic for me. Some things that I won't say are one and done. There's very little I've done at Disney just once and never again. But things that I feel like I've done and I don't want to do again or I'm not going to spend a lot of time at something because I'm always about giving the most up to date when we do it. I've really looked at some things a little bit extra and I've had some extra opportunities because I know I'm going to be talking to all of you. And because some of you really have shared with me what a difference it makes and how you listen to the podcast to pick your resorts or do different dining. And I take that as an awesome responsibility and I'm thankful for the opportunities. And I hope as some of you reach out to me, it gives me ideas of how to better the advice I'm giving you and different ideas that you're all looking for so that we can continue to deliver this magic and be celebrating our 200th birthday with you. For me, I've I've learned that I really enjoy talking about Walt Disney World, specifically Disney in general, not only with you, but with folks that have reached out that have, have learned that this is what we do. And I, I think it's, it's opened doors for conversations that have really helped people frame their vacationing, really connected people with a travel specialist in, in Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services to make sure that their vacation is rock solid and exactly what they're looking for. And at the end of it, I've had conversations with people I've known for years where they were thankful for the opportunity to be steered in a direction that they were afraid of prior to actually hearing the show and, and, and being welcomed by the things that we're talking about. So I've learned that just by having normal conversation about something that I'm obviously incredibly passionate about, you know, people can have, great experiences as a result of it. And for me, that's been great. That is awesome. I think the one other thing I learned for those of you that were really paying attention, 
in case I wasn't aware of it before, Jeff and I are not brief talkers. <laughs> if you were around for our first couple of episodes, our slogan was everything you needed in 15 minutes or less. Yeah. We quickly realized we couldn't do it and we upped our slogan to 20 minutes. So I wish we had been on target out of the gate with that, but we love that you give us 20 minutes every week. It's awesome to be with you. Where do you want to go from here? We've hit 100. You know, you said maybe we'll have a nice conversation when we hit 200. What would you like to see over the next 100 shows, next 100 weeks that we accomplish? I think as we laid out, what do we want for each episode? We started with a lot of basics. You know, we reviewed every resort. Now we're reviewing them as they do refurbishments, but we're kind of out of that resort series every couple of weeks because we've covered them till there's new things. And I think what we're getting now is the opportunity to start to look in depth on some things. I'm looking forward to an episode all about signature dining, an episode about some of the special experiences your family might want to do as an add-on, some of the backstage tours. This next hundred episodes is going to give us a chance to dive a little deeper. I also hope to have more coverage on Ulani. That was one of the trips that I was supposed to take during the pandemic that was unfortunately canceled and some other adventure information. The other thing that I hope the next 100 episodes brings is the chance to actually talk to some of our listeners more. Some of you have actually called the office, you're emailing, and getting to interact with you, whether it's to book a vacation or hear some feedback about the show, some episodes you'd love to see. I love that opportunity to talk to the people that we're connecting with every week. Well, and I think that's it for me right, is I'm incredibly thankful for you, for you, Sandy, and for you, the listeners that we have around the globe in this season of Thanksgiving, as you said, it's it's so appropriate that this show falls the week of Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you, and I would welcome your feedback. I'd welcome your questions. I'd welcome your suggestions. Hit us up, podcast at letstalkdiz.com. Find us on all social media platforms. Interact with us. Show us the things that you've been thankful for over the last years. Respond to, to different things we've got posted and, and, and really help us make this community something that grows in abundance over the next 100 shows that we do because obviously we could sit here and have conversations for, for 20 minutes every week and it would be just the two of us and it would probably be just fine. We, we would enjoy that too. But we're incredibly thankful that we found a, a home with you in your car on your run, on your walk, in your home, wherever you may listen to us, we're thankful for you. And we look forward to the next hundred. So Sandy, any final thoughts you have as, as we wrap up this hundredth episode of Let's Talk Diz? I am thankful for the opportunity and all of our listeners. And we're just coming off the D23 weekend. So my bet is that in that next hundred, you're all going to be able to say, hey, Disney, Play Let's Talk Diz, and we'll come to you through that new bit of technology. So I hope everybody listening has a phenomenal holiday season, and we look forward to seeing you and your friends and family back on our channel. Sandy, have a great Thanksgiving. That's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. We're so thankful for all of our listeners, and we'd like to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving and a magical holiday season.